Listener Production. Stand by for 20 minutes free from news, weather, work and anything related to responsible adulting. Just enough. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Tell you what, Alex Dyson, you got to tip your hat off to some people. I have one child. Yep. And... They are a handful. Oh, yep, 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 yep. I mean, just the one is a handful. But I was delighted to hear the news over the weekend. Nick Cannon. Do you know Nick Cannon? I don't think I know Nick. Maybe rings a bell. Nick Cannon? He's an actor. Is he a bit of a Quasimodo ringing that big bell? He um, he used to be with Mariah Carey's. He's kind of... um, He's like... He used to be a bit of a... I think he was a Nickelodeon guy I mean, Nick Lachey? Was he in 98 Degrees? No, that no. was Jessica Simpson's partner. Damn it. <laughs> Nick Cannon. Anyway, Nick Cannon is uh, announced that he's that he's um, welcoming his 10th child to <laughs> the world. This is while he's still expecting his ninth child. <laughs> Tell you what, someone needs to put a few blanks in Nick's Cannon. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> hey, he has just... He, they have made a consensual choice to do this, all right? Wait, wait, to do shout what? Shout out to them. To juggle those pregnancy plates, like two at once. How do you do that? Well, he lives a polyamorous lifestyle. Oh. So he's got multiple partners and um, and they've all, you know, they're all, everyone's happy. That's everyone's what you need to do. Them. If you're getting a lot of people around for dinner and you're cooking, you're going to go to the neighbor's house and use their oven. <laughs> We're making a few more buns. I can barely think of two, let alone ten. So um, shout-outs to you. Hey, look, if you're from a massive family, let us know the perks, the cons. Yeah. Well, uh, I'd love to hear about it. i got a few questions for you about um, certain things later on as well, Matt. We've got Bron dropping by for some clickfish. It should be a big, fun show. So thank you so much for joining us. Let's jump into All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, do you ever do things in your life not realising the profound effect and influence they will have later on down the track? <laughs> Are you talking about the, the butterfly wings causing a typhoon on the other side of the world? Well, you know, when I, when I talk to younger people about getting into this, uh, this entertainment industry game, you know, everyone, mm. you know, eager-eyed, you know, wanting to make it right mm-hmm. um but the reality is you know it takes it takes time for the waves to reach the shore you know the little the little yeah. ripples that start in the middle of the ocean it takes a long time for them to finally reach and crash onto the sand so you just got to take your time got to be in it to win it you got to be in it for the long run daiso yeah i didn't expect when i was doing a community radio show at 10 p.m. on a thursday night uh, during year 12 that the, the waves would start crashing on the actual radio that not <laughs> no. just my friends listen to. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so, you know, it's always important just to know that all the things you do now may still be around. Good and bad, I might add. <laughs> Good and bad. Uh, those loose pics of you on Facebook <laughs> might come back to haunt you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> you quadruple parked, um, you know, <laughs> glow sticks gurning and uh, wondering why the job you went for never called you back. Why did they never promote me to CEO? Yeah. <laughs> um, the point is, Alex Dyson was at Byron Bay Writers Festival 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it was school's day last Thursday mm-hmm. and it was great to see a tent full of uh, young, eager, keen writers, readers and people just enjoying a day not at school. <laughs> so, <laughs> the mere fact it's not school is <laughs> its biggest draw card. <laughs> and everyone was in great mood. You could tell the weather was good. People were buying pizzas, you know, stuff that wasn't the tuck shop food. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just it was just a good time all around. And I was, I was on... Um, under one of the tents talking for a good 45 minutes, you know. And my book is has some pretty heavy themes and I was speaking to some, you know, the young people about, you know, uh, the death of my mum when I was 12 and the sort of harrowing experience of seeing that um, situation, you know, unfold. Over, How old are over the kids you're talking to here? Time. That would have been, you know, 15, 16, mm-hmm. 17 high schoolers. Right. And, um, you know, how I used that that tragedy um to you know write a story about it into a piece that i'm very proud of spent about 45 minutes you know detailing this trauma the grief manifesting Mm -hmm. within me that have uh, converted into a book that i hope not only inspires but you know can can be learnt from Mm -hmm. uh one day and well into the future and uh and then the the host of the session said um Mm, yeah, thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Really powerful stuff there. Uh, so does anyone have any questions? And uh, one of the girls put her hands up and said, are you on H2O? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes. Crowd erupts. Just hey. like, yeah. Like, like, I told cheering. you. I told you it was him. That's <laughs> and then like afterwards we're at the tent doing signings and everyone's like, oh, can I get a photo? My friend loves H2O. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe you're in H2O. The dolphin trainer. What was his first name again? Laurie the dolphin trainer. Laurie and it was the just dolphin so trainer. weird because I did H2O in 2006. I was in... Four and a half episodes, right? As a third degree character. And 16 years later, it is still easily yeah. my most recognized and well enjoyed <laughs> piece of work. I just can't, I can't wrap my head around playing a dolphin trainer 16 years ago. That's pretty ridiculous. Um, I can't remember if I told this story on this podcast or if I just told Ursula Carlson on, on her great podcast, but... um. Similar doing a school talk recently, you finish, you talk about politics, you know, I'm saying this, the independence, why I'm doing that over that, what I really get annoyed with in politics, how to actually get into politics, why it's important to take your vote seriously, to help our democracy be robust <laughs> and strong and thrive so that everyone, everyone can be lifted up to make a better society. And the first question was, what do you think of Helen Reddy? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Same thing. They've seen the video on YouTube of me and Tom Ballard singing Helen Reddy in the nude for charity. I am woman, hear me roar, holding a photocopied photo of Richard Kingswell's head over my manhood like a bloody olive leaf or fig leaf. I go, oh, damn it. Yeah, you've seen the video. It's come back to haunt me again. And they're like, what video? Oh, what? I mean, I go, what? Helen Reddy. Why? Sorry. Why are you asking about Helen Reddy? Like, oh, we've been studying her. So I was just wondering what you thought of it. I'm like, oh, "Oh, no, no, she's good. She's good. She's great. They're like, but what video though? I'm like, no, 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 there's no video. You need to be looking up at all. And eventually then they all saw it afterwards. I'm like, damn it. Oh, my God. 
So funny. Well, look, I thought, I thought, what's the gift that keeps on giving? Because I just never would have thought mm. that this little three days on set in 2006 would still be the thing that, um, you know, young people gravitate towards when it comes to anything I do. What so, keeps popping up. Yeah, well, just just a little gift that keeps on giving. A couple people got in touch. A lot of people kept saying herpes. <laughs> um, well, it, it just goes dormant, doesn't it? It doesn't never goes extinct. <laughs> Karen Murphy actually said, I uh, gave a, um, a restaurant gift voucher once where the recipient insists on taking you to use the voucher with them. Mm-hmm. See, that's pretty good form, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, if you do do that, they're sort of somewhat obliged, hey? Yeah, uh, Eric Calderon said, I-, I stopped working for Dan Murphy's like six years ago and I still get the staff discount. <gasps> Keep that card. Keep that yeah, lamination. <laughs> and Cassie Walker said, my brother added me to his Spotify family account one Christmas, best Christmas ever. <laughs> So there you go. Thank you very much for getting in touch with us. We're always here at matt.and.alex. And uh, never forget, dolphins don't save themselves. <laughs> this is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Oh, do you think I'll ever have kids, Matt O'Con? <laughs> <laughs> it's a question I often ask myself about you, and I've asked you several <laughs> times, and you always do seem to skirt your way around it. But why? What, have you have you had a have you had well, a run in with a little tot? Not just a run in. I didn't just have a, a taste tester. I had a full meal over the weekend. Good friend from uni come to the big smoke to hang out for the weekend, and uh, Uncle Daiso was on deck for. 48 hours Oh, See, I've, I've had that exact same experience and by the end of the time, the, I, the kid literally said, because I hate you to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really cut, well, I it really cut that. me. I was like, oh man, like I thought we'd be friends because I'm friends with your dad. But it turns he out- said, why, do, why don't we want to do that? And the answer was, because I hate you. <laughs> Do you know what it was? It's because I told him to stop doing something because he was being annoying. He was like banging on something really loud. So I told him to stop once. That that just set him off for the whole weekend. Like, who is this guy coming to stay yeah. in the house for a week? <laughs> You're not my real dad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, there's lots of takeaways you can have from it. The first is the relentless nature of kids. They need stimulation constantly. It's Bro, constant stimulation. Please don't. You don't even. You don't even. One hundred percent stimulation. I mean, I tell you, who doesn't know when a joke is over? <laughs> Kids. A three-year-old yeah. kid does not know when to quit while they're ahead. Mate, I woke up right Sunday morning. Okay, come out of bed, very tired. Little did I know, the floor was lava. First thing, <laughs> floor was lava. So I'm up on the bench. First thing in the morning. Up on the bench, it's like, okay, floor's lava. Go from the bench to the couch, come on the chair. Oh, no, now the chairs are lava. <laughs> Off onto the that. Oh, no, now the couch is lava. There was lava everywhere. There was nowhere for us to stand. There was literally nowhere. Where could we go? If everything was lava. Anyway, I put my anti-lava slippers on, so I was able to walk. Yeah, you do need kitchen. to just invent things, don't you? That sometimes yeah, works. Exactly. And then they'll, but then they'll be like, no, I've got a wand that makes anti-lava slippers disappear. <laughs> and you're like, oh, where'd you get the wand from? <laughs> exactly right. But no, that was, that was quite, I mean, they were, they were a delight. I'll be honest, like a four year old and about an 18 month old, absolute delight, like very helpful. You know, there was no meltdowns for the whole weekend. No mm. meltdowns. There's a bit of like, uh, I want to get on this and you put them on that. It's like, it was fine. Um, 
you do realise like how dangerous a house with no kids is <laughs> before you. Bro, everything is a death trap. <laughs> Every yeah. little corner. That's 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 how to get yep. rid of an eye. You know, yep. it, the slippery floors, um, mm-hmm. stairs everywhere. It's it's not even just having a glass like a glass balcony door that doesn't have any really obvious signs that it's <laughs> glass, you know. Kids will run into that. Mm. All of your cleaning products, if they're below, you know, mm. waist height. But it is it is never ending. <laughs> but also, yeah, they can be very, very cute. And oh, I you found- drink? You got a drink somewhere? Oh, you got a beer on the table yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Turn your back. Suddenly they've got both hands wrapped around you. You're like, ah! <laughs> Run, grab that! Like it's just there's stuff like that all the time. That sounds like when I, when you and I go for a beer and I head to the bathroom, I'm like, I could have sworn I was a little bit fuller than this. Come back! I've got both hands on it, just guzzling down, like yummy. But um, also endlessly entertaining as well. Things I can think of, and there was none more so than when I went to show them Comedy Republic. Right? It'd been, you know, it's been a big lockdown. Haven't seen my friend for a long time. Went to Comedy Republic, and I was sort of trying to explain to the four year old. You know, what you people do, people come here and tell jokes. Do you have any jokes? We're on the stage, you know, here's, here's the microphone. And I got to tell you, some of these gags, I mean, I tried stand-up comedy a little bit the other week up in Manly, for Encore Manly. His set was better than mine. This kid, <laughs> this kid's set was better than mine. Literally behind the curtain, we say, you walk out, come out and clap. And so I recorded one of the sets and I thought I'd share it with you right oh, now. Oh, please. I can't wait. So, I, I, I've got to write a new show for Sydney Fringe. I'm debuting <laughs> it at the end of this month. So, uh, like, i got to tell you, I could really be lifting a few of these doozies for uh, for my set. All right. Well, the, uh, the adorable young boy's name is Finn. And so we welcomed him to the stage. Let's have a listen to Finn's stand-up comedy. Hello, everyone. I'm Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any jokes, Finn? Yeah. What's your joke? Um, a dog went into the panic and then hit the dog slipped over on, on a mud pile <laughs> and, and then, then goes up into the sky, then goes in jail. <laughs> the dog goes up into the sky, falls down into jail. I mean, how unlucky for that canine. Wow. The bright that was just future. off the top of his head. Very bright future. <laughs> Actually, that's quite creative. That real su- surreal comedy, that real Mitch Hedberg sort of stuff. <laughs> so um, good on Finn. Keep an ear out for Finn in the uh, future, a, a rising star in the comedy scene. Well, feel free to send in your uh, your little one's jokes if they've got any at matt.n.alex. <laughs> yeah, if we want to have, like, you know, best newcomer awards, can we get some young kids telling some gags here? I reckon we'd, we'd be the number one pod in the land. Yeah, send them in. Uh, you can hit us up at matt.n.alex on Instagram or mattandalex.com.au. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Yeah, she's the clickest finger in the West, producer Bron. Uh, how are you going? Hi, good. Quickest we- finger? Yes, yes, we pay it. We pay it. Clickest finger, <laughs> yes. yes. Now, what That's have you great. been up to on the weekend, Bron? <laughs> Just hanging out, um, caught up with some friends. Pretty chill one, actually, this weekend. Didn't get yeah. too rowdy. Nothing exciting. Are you still are you still painting? Did it, I've seen some good B-reels coming from you, Bron. 
And it's You're always hanging out with the I crew. I got the group chat onto the B-reels, actually. The lads. That's I was surprised like, that they jumped on. had to bully all my friends to get on it as well because all I had was just you guys and a couple other people at yeah. work. I was like, everyone get on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's good, good, though. It's good. I'm like, I, I got Over back. the weekend, I got good. I was at the aquarium when it came through. I was like, thank God, rather than just, as always, just like watching TV oh. or eating stuff. Matt's be real. You posted like four hours late, just like in a bathtub. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yes, I was in a luxurious bathtub. Okay, thank you very much. I was relaxing, but um, but no, it's not being real. That's against the spirit of <laughs> yeah. the. How did you know that it was four Matt. hours late? It tells you when it's late. Oh damn it! I mean, I wasn't waiting. I just opened up my phone to look at be real, and it was like you need to post to be real, and I was like, oh. And then so yes, I just happened to be in a nice luxurious spot. <laughs> All right, Brian. Sus as. Okay. Oh, whatever. My first one is from news.com headline Aussie mum rages over erotic shop display. <laughs> what erotic shop display would a mum rage over? Was it one of those like adult store ones? Was it literally an erotic shop display? No, it was it was in a normal shopping centre. It was for bras and things. Bras and oh, things. Oh, see, that's the thing. I was gonna assume it was about like, um, you know, two gay guys uh, and then someone was oh, being right. like, oh, you can't have that in public or something ridiculous like that. But what, was it That's not some that? erotic man holding a man's hand. Yeah. Too something. erotic. So, what? I mean, what was it? Almost as ridiculous. It was they were getting upset that bras and things were promoting underwear. <laughs> <laughs> At the shops. Oh this God. is the problem. People's terrible opinions are... Amplified to the world but via this journalism broad. So now their opinion is all out there. So yeah, she posted to a Facebook group just saying like, you know, <laughs> it's bad for children walking in the shopping centre to see. Basically, it was just like these women in bras and things. At, I, w- I would love for, you know how like a lot of brands are starting to do, you know, follow the social trends and, you know, due to feedback immediately changed, whether it's, you know, the M&M changing or mm-hmm. these kind of things. I would love it if the shop rebranded to just things. <laughs> <laughs> so what was her problem with it? Just that it showed too much sort of nudity? They were, yeah, just the models were in their underwear. And some were like, I guess, more thong style. But even then, you go to a beach or down to the local pool, you're seeing the same things. I don't think they weren't like, you know... Graphic. Oh my god! <laughs> so legs with the underwear on. Anyway. So what else? Uh, this is from today.com. Uh, woman's unhinged but genius hack for eating ramen goes viral. <laughs> there's a there's a fine line between um, unhinged and genius, isn't there? <laughs> I'm a big ramen eater. Although I believe I caught COVID from a ramen shop. Uh, so oh. I've I've had a little bit of uh, you know um, the ramen. You should have ordered the bat ramen. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what is um uh, what 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 is what's the hack? I mean, it's just chopsticks in a spoon, right? What what is the what is the hack? Well, no, no spoon, no chopsticks. This hack is you get two metal straws that you use in place of the chopsticks, oh. and then to like get the noodles out, and then you drink through the straw the rest of the broth. It's like that dude at the baseball the other day who poked a hole in his hot dog and <laughs> drank his beer right up the Frankfurter. <laughs> saw that. That really made its rounds very quickly through the internet, really didn't did. it? Did you see it that, It really Bron? did. I, that, yeah. is, that is not the stupidest hack, I would no. say, Bron. I'd say not- that's okay. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, 
I mean, I don't know if I'd use the word unhinged if I saw someone doing that, but I think uh, I think it's pretty good. I don't know if the broth takes all that good through the straw, though. Yeah. The metal straw. It's not, not quite not quite there. It's like when you drink a beer through a straw and you're like, eh, it's the same liquid, but for some reason it just doesn't taste the same. Yeah, no, I'm not into it. Not into it at all. But I do love myself a ramen, so maybe, maybe I'll give it a go next mm. time. You need to get the ramen straws that are a little bit like the um, old Slurpee straws. It has a little shovel on the end of it, so you can just. <laughs> I thought you were going to say up. that she gets like no chopsticks, no spoon, and just guzzles the ramen and like noodles straight from, from the, bowl, the bowl like a dog eating porridge. <laughs> <laughs> Good do. Good do. All right, Prime. Well, thank you very much for bringing those in. We will uh, see you on Be Real very soon. But until then, have a very, very good Monday. Thank you. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It's been a whole heap of fun. Matt O'Kine, been an absolute pleasure. Yes, it has been. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow, same time, same place, bright and early. Hope you're having a good one. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.com.